It's Jobs Friday, and the market got quite the shock. Again, non-farm payrolls topping expectations in a big way. And we're seeing some market movement in reaction to the indices are lower across the board. We're seeing the dollar, which is spiking. And, well, I want to talk about the ripple effect from that big move up in the dollar with Michael Zaremsky, Director of Futures at Charles Schwab, joining us. Michael, a uh, surprise, to say the least, to the upside. Before the break, we commented on the dollar back up and through 102, and I looked at gold back to 19. Hundred reaction to. I mean, this number is going to create quite the stir today. Good morning, Ben. Yeah, I mean, it was quite a shocker among several different uh, markets here this morning as well, too. As this, you know, was well beyond I think anybody's expectations. I mean, we've seen the jobs numbers beat uh, seems like every month as well, too, but not to this yeah. extent here as well. So, I mean, just looking. Uh, the markets that have really made the, the big moves and have stayed the direction. Look at gold down. We see the dollar soaring. We see yields spiking up. So those are all as expected. If you see stronger economic data like uh, non-farm payrolls, it was this strong. So that makes sense there. Dollar's going to be stronger there as higher rates are expected there as well, too. And those are two uh, headwinds there for the gold market. Now, if you look at a market like crude oil, Ben, that market didn't know what to make of this number, Ben. At first, we had a big spike lower there then uh the market said okay stronger economy let's spike up higher there and now we're back to nearly unchanged yeah. here that market has seen two-sided volatility as well too but what i think is really surprising ben is if you would have told me we would have had a 500,000 plus not for payrolls i would expect the s ps to be down 100 handles yeah they're down about about I'm 45 shocked. to 50 there yeah. so yeah it's really holding up so much better than expected on top of what were really kind of disappointing numbers from some of the big tech names you know last evening as well too so on top of that as well too this market is showing just so much resiliency i, I it's it's really uh, i think very remarkable i'd have to agree i mean it, it, i guess one could argue it's the forward-looking aspect right the idea that okay one year out if the feds maybe not cutting rates by the end of this year at that point uh beginning uh, again of the following potentially they will be michael talk to us because you commented on crude it was not only a busy week in terms of uh, central bank activity obviously the jobs number front and center here this morning but we had opec this week as well and i'd have to agree with you crude doesn't really know what to make it of all between china recession uncertainties. You've got the war on Ukraine, which uh, Russia's war entering into its uh, second year here. And I mean, as I look at crude here, hanging out right around 76 in the middle of the range that we established last month, for the most part, 83 down to 70. Well, I think it's kind of found that sweet spot because okay. right now there is so much mixed potential factors there could affect crude. Yes, China is reopening, but how fast is that going to be? We still haven't seen that demand really start to pick up. OPEC here probably doesn't like these prices here down at 76 you know, dollars. They probably prefer something above 80 there as well, too. So they're probably going to keep production you know, near their current levels here. But if the U.S. economy is this strong here, and it doesn't seem right now that if there's going to be a recession, it looks like it's going to be probably towards the later half of the year as well, too. That's only going to increase demand here from the U.S. So it seems like the oil market is really in this tug of war here and not one side. The bulls or the bears have actually been able to you know, take control here as well, too. That's why we're seeing this choppy, consolidated range uh, between, let's say, 70 and maybe 83 on the upside here as well, too. Mark that smack dab in the middle here as well, too. So until one side really just kind of overwhelms the situation here, I think it's just going to be choppy trade here for crude. It's going to go, you know, data dependent here. Whatever data comes out of that time, that's how the market's going to react. 
hanging out right at the 50-day moving average here right now. So a pretty good indication of that as far as what we're talking to in terms of the fundamentals here. Michael, as far as being data dependent, I don't want to lose sight of what we have headed our way next week. And again, I don't necessarily want to move beyond this non-farm payrolls number prematurely. I think this is something to be focused on here today. But let's not get tunnel vision. Talk to us about a couple focal points. What do you have your eye on as the dust settles and as we head into uh, the second week of February here? Well, I mean, really, it's, it's I think it's really kind of a downward kind of move here next week, Ben, considering the, the day that we had this week as well, too. I mean, I, we had the kind of the peak earnings coming out this mm -hmm. week as well, too. So we do have some, you know, big companies still reporting out next week okay. as well, too. But really not this kind of the names here that we were you know expected this week as well too and, and even the uh economic calendar is uh, kind of a little bit of a light there as well too i mean we got stuff like you know the nba mortgage applications mm -hmm. we're going to see how the housing market is doing jobless claims i think will be actually more important than ever though because i mean maybe that was the tell here ben on this employment number here we've seen those jobless claims really running to you know multi-year lows as well too and so you see if that trend here continues there and obviously if the consumer is happy the economy's happy there, so consumer sentiment, it's definitely kind of something to keep an eye on as well. Okay, Michael, appreciate you joining us here. I'm actually watching the move to the downside accelerate a bit as we speak. The NASDAQ's now down 2%. The S&P's down over 1.5%. So, again, uh, a lot of uh, there there to be had potentially here today. Mike Zaremski, appreciate you joining us, helping us take a closer look at markets headed into the cash open.